0: another episode of kicking it with young smooth y'all already know what it is yo i know i've been gone for a minute and i keep saying that and the only reason is because i'm working on so many different things so you know i'm just trying to put not put all my eggs in one basket and trying to figure out something new especially for the youtube show so um i love the run that i had and i'm glad that i you know i'm just taking a couple of weeks off to really get that all into perspective because that's gonna be good can't wait to do that. Can't wait to, I-, I have a surprise and I'm excited and I just want some things to come into fruition. So just a little, uh, gathering as we should say, gathering it up, you know, what I'm saying? gathering of the things. Let's yell. All right. Don't forget you can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, which is now YouTube Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our YouTube channel, which is kicking it with Young Smooth Podcast, which will host a few other things. Cannot wait um and just it's just a lot so real quick um for those of you who may or may not follow me on social media yo i am so super ecstatic i have lost 30 pounds i've had a weight loss journey um how did i do it because everyone's like well how did you do it? how did you do it? how did you do it, you do it? one i had to make the conscious effort to stop eating red meat and pork um, pork, not so much, but I realized that I was having it, like, every morning, so I was like, mm, we need to kind of cut this out. Um, I did go very plant-based in a lot of what I ate. I cut down my carbohydrates, cut down my sugars, um, and... In addition, what else did I do? I uh, drank a shitload of water, which is still really a thing. Um, so I'm very, very happy. I do feel like a new person. I feel like there's less of me. Like, for all of my chunky people, you understand that there's, there are certain positions in a way that you may hold your body. And I can no longer do that anymore. Um, there, I like to... This is so weird. I like to go to sleep with like my hand underneath the, the stomach fat. I, I'm telling y'all, I don't give a shit. Um, but I can't anymore because it's le- I mean, I can still sleep with it and I'm still holding it, but I don't feel like I'm holding as much. Um, I also realized that I had like an inflammation or a rash that was on my side because I was, gaining so much weight and just not quickly but just in general gaining so much weight and it was like the other day i went to go scratch that same side and i can't one i can't reach it the same i can reach the whole center of my back at this particular point was which was something else that i could not do um i can breathe really well my 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 knees and my legs don't hurt um as much uh probably because i am getting older which is another thing that we will talk about as well oh Also, (laughs) the kid had a birthday, you know, in the mix of this four-week-long situation. Um, So, my birthday, shout-out to my sister's. And my best friend, I thank y'all so much for coming out with me. We ended up doing karaoke um and karaoke is definitely new and refreshing so I love the way in which they're they're doing uh, some people are trying to do karaoke now, and I like it it, it is is definitely a thing um i loved i loved it I was grateful to get out um and really just enjoy my birthday and a lot of people did not realize that I am thirty eight years old i am damn near 40 and that that is in turn what started this journey my goal right now uh because i am 30 pounds down is to be another additional 30 pounds down by december 27th which would be my um secondary weigh-in and that if i if that be the case i have lost a small child within the year (laughs) like i have literally lost over uh i would have i would at that if if god willing i see it and everything else goes the way that it's supposed to i will have officially lost over 60 pounds um if you know everything goes the way that i'm hoping for um i am going to add a little bit more exercise in my routine and that's another thing and the reason why like the shows have been kind of offset it's because i needed to really get to a point of making sure that I was taken care of, my mental was taken care of, the house was taken care of, you know, so so many things kinda pushed back on the side. But again, I'm glad for anyone who still listens to the show, I've seen numbers still go up. I mean, y'all are listening to older episodes with me and old beats and I love it and I'm so freaking thankful like y'all still listen to it um if you haven't you can also check me out at um fanbase as well which is a brand new app um it is actually if i'm not mistaken i think it is black owned as well so it's definitely a brand new social app and you can make a little bit of money over there too so make sure you guys check out fanbase this is not a sponsored portion just wanted to kind of put that out there because i think that that is important as well um so Let's see, what do we got on the agenda for the day? All right, first of all, the last four weeks ago, <laughs> the last kick that lyric was Pharrell and Jay-Z, and it was Jay-Z's verse, frontin'. Um, I do have a couple of things to go over um, in the news you can and cannot use um some of it is not as it's of course Nat has been weak so it's not as recent but some of it is still very valid and i love it and i'm very very excited and then we'll go over the album of course y'all already know how we do um shout out to ob shout out to kk and shout out to charlie beats for some of the great beats that you hear every single time i post a new episode so i'm super ecstatic about that and i think this week is charlie me 2 um he's been sending me some real good fire so make sure y'all check him out um as well and the kick that lyric is by a phenomenal writer um this album is one of my favorites out of i think it was like maybe three or four albums that this artist has already done and we haven't seen much of him and i will say him lately and I really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I want, I want something new. Um, so it says, look inside my soul and you can find gold and maybe get rich. Look inside your soul and you can find out it never exists. I can feel the changes. I can feel a new life. I always knew life can be dangerous I can say that I like a challenge and you tell me that it's painless. You don't know what pain is. How can I paint this picture when the color blind is hanging with you? Feel on my face and woke with a scar. Sorry, fell on my face and woke with a scar. Another mistake leaving deep in my, living deep in my heart. Wear it on top of my sleeve in a flick. I admit that it did look like yours. Why you recent ever making of this. Tell me your purpose is petty again. But even a small lighter can burn a bridge. Even a small lighter can burn a bridge. All right, y'all. So that is the kick that lyric of this week. Make sure y'all go to my socials. I'll repost it, you know, just get into the conversation, get into the comments. Definitely want to see, you know, if you guys are aware of what this is. All right. So, um, first of all, and just, just in bad news, um, my heart goes out to Keisha Cole's family. Um, Frankie had passed while I was on break as well, um, along with Biz Marquee. And for those that don't know, Frankie is Keisha Cole's mother. Um, I think that she was utterly hilarious. Um, I loved Frankie on Keisha Cole's, um, reality show the way it is. Um, you know, Frankie and Nafi later on, like, I really, really love loved her and it's one of those things like i gravitate to the people like the drug addicts that really go through it and i feel like they gonna win and then all of a sudden whatever demons it is is back in a in a in a spirit just comes back to haunt them and you know God takes them to a whole nother place, um but you know prayers go out to her family Prayer, prayers go out to Bismarck E's family who died at fifty seven um a source close to the family tells c m z that the legendary rapper passed away in the Baltimore hospital at six twenty five p m on that Friday night of July sixteenth Wow, it has been a minute since we talked um wife Tara Hall reportedly held his hand as he took his last breaths um honestly, I think that it's just the saddest most heartbreaking thing that could ever happen and and for those that don't understand like his his legacy i do hope that his wife does some things with his legacy whether it is a biopic or some type of documentary because i know there's footage everywhere and i mean i it's down to the point where i remember one christmas at work the santa claus that we hired when i looked at his profile one of the parties he did he was actually with biz marquee and he was like look biz been djing so long he pushed one button sit down and damn near go to sleep because he's mixed that much and he's that much of a you know of a genius in in this field um you know he will be forever missed and my brother my brother mark has said something to me a while back a couple of days ago while i'm on this you know whole weight loss journey and health is wealth it is um i'm not making all of the right choices i'm not gonna sit here and say yo i'm i'm about to be buff and cut up and this i, I can't i can't even begin to tell you guys that that would even be the case however what I am doing is trying to make sure that to start 40 off, it doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? I want to make the changes now while I still have two years, technically three, because I had started earlier, so like three years left and make it a change because that right there was super tragic and it just it felt honestly truthfully it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere you know what i'm saying but a lot of honestly i take that back a lot of the deaths in 2020 to 2021 have felt like yo they just came out of nowhere you know what i'm saying it's like artists especially the hip-hop in the hip-hop industry the artists that we love we're doing so great and then all of a sudden they gone so, um, again, prayers go out to the family. Um, in other news that you can or cannot use, Two Chains announces final trap album. Two Chains is leaving the trap. The Atlanta rapper surprised fans by announcing that his next album will be his final trap album. Taking to Twitter, Titty Boy shared the news with his 4.4 million followers. 2 Chain has pioneered the trap genre, releasing a series of trap albums throughout his career, including 2012's Based on a True Story, 2013 Boats 2, Me Time, 2017 Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, and 2019 Rap or Go to the League. His most recent album, So Help Me God, dropped in November, featuring appearances from Kanye West, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, and more. So help me God as a testimony about being truthful, he told Hot 97. I like to call it a light during a dark time, meaning it's still a time capsule of what's going on in 2020, but it's not the dark side of 2020. I wanted to have something cool, something fun that could still be looked at, looked at that we know this came out in 2020. Um, It's very relevant it's unclear when he plans to release his final trap album or what kind of music will create, will he create after, uh, last year he teased the sequel to college Grove, his 2016 collaboration with little Wayne. Two chains can also be seen alongside young blue and Chris Brown in the video for baddest. Let me say something about two chains that is really, um, different. I, This is the weirdest thing ever. I've seen Two Chains go from Titty Boy, Two Chains to just Two Chains, and I've watched him be on DTP. I remember him coming up and so on and so forth, just being a tall, scrawny nigga to be in the background. And I was like, "Who is this?" I did not and this this is gonna sound bad i know i'm a hip-hop head yeah but again everything is taste you know what i'm saying everybody has a different taste on what they want to do um but i did not really get into ti i'm sorry ti two chains ti and we're not gonna talk about it <laughs> i may and i may have to go into one of those other topics that's not on this list i can guarantee it um, but I didn't get into two chains until his tiny desk recently on NPR. The reason why was because I'm, i I mean, no, no reason why I didn't like it or, or whatever. I, it, it didn't matter to me, but something about his tiny desk made me be like, yo, you are a rapper of all rappers. Speaking of which side note, we gonna I, I got to get into it. I got to get into it um and i'll get into this in after this last statement um but what i loved about two chains in general is that Yo was getting a whole pedicure and never lost stamina stuttered it didn't tickle none of those things while he was doing his tiny desk if you've never seen his tiny desk on NPR make sure y'all go see it it will make you kind of rethink your your feelings on two chains and if you actually listen to the words of the song you're like oh, wait a minute, you, you not just strippers and bottles, like, you, you deep, like, there's more than just the surface level bullshit to 2 chains. so it made me go back and listen to some of the shit, and I'm like, yo, it's a vibe, and that's, That's kind of the same way that I felt about Rick Ross for a moment, too. Like, I was like, eh, I don't know, Mm, Rick, I'm not really feeling all of this. Because sometimes, most of the time, singles have to be grabbing and attention grabbing. And most of the time, that's what they are. But when you get into the meat and potatoes of sometimes of an album, nah, y'all, that, like, yeah, Rick Ross definitely bangs. And 2 Chain definitely bangs as well. Now, what I was going to do on a side note, because this is probably not on my shit, let's talk... Verses, let's what, what? Let's talk verses. Let's let's let, let's really explore this. First of all, um, if you are unaware of the locks and dipset, it definitely was an era between uh, because they well. True, be told. I want to say what ninety seven to like two thousand and actually we'll tell 2020. Because even the lock still put out some new stuff recently, which y'all know I love, which is living off experience. Um, How and however. Even with Dipset, because Cam made a good point, like he was out right after them, because Horse and Carriage came right came out, and we was like, "Who is this nigga with a motherfucking sledgehammer and some overalls?" But, <laughs> but Cam still fucked that shit up. However, this is where the game fucking changes. Your game now changes. Your top five. Can no longer not include Jadicus. I, I I put that pregnant pause in there on purpose. Your top five MCs of all time, dead or alive, can no longer not include Jadakus. Jadakus, let me tell y'all something. First of all, to start off that goddamn night, for for those that had not seen it, they had Michael Buffer. And if you don't know who Michael Buffer is, because I had to go re-google his name. I knew who he was and what his status was, but didn't know what his name was. Michael Buffer is the announcer that starts off with the let's get ready to rumble. Like the nigga's fucking 80. You feel what I'm saying? First of all, I love him because this man did not miss a name a title of said group said it correct he said Joel Santana he said Jada Kiss he said Chic Looch like nothing was mispronounced nothing he was on his grind when i tell you this is the difference between making music that appeals as singles And making music that is classic. When you talk about you get a call, Jadakiss got a call from Puff and was like, nigga, you know y'all mixtape shit can fucking kill anything. Because it's true. Here's the one thing about the locks, Jadakiss, Styles by himself. Chic not so much, but but Jadakiss and Styles definitely. That era and that time for me was, it's tennis shoe music. It's sneaker music for me. And the reason what I mean by that is I was working at downtown locker room. I was working at Allen Stewart slash changes where all the hot fashion, all of that shit was at, at the time when I, which is retail, God, I don't miss it. But when I tell you that in that moment, I said, Jadakiss is in my top Five. My top five changes quite frequently, and I will say that I'm not even gonna say and and hold y'all. But definitely, when I tell you, I said, look, I might be on my fitness journey, but that is who I want to be. I want to be when I. T- you have to look at this from a perspective of they also come from an era. Even though Dipset and I and I know I'm so biased because I'm on the locks more than I am on Dipset, but Dipset that. D- Dipset was certified gangsters. That's how I'ma say it without being disrespectful and just using the title of the song. They were certified gangsters. You feel what I'm saying to you? So it didn't, the only, you only really had one flashy nigga out of the crew, which was Cam. And you know, Cam had his own career. You had Jones certified gangster. It is, it kind of is what it is. And the locks in a different sense were, the warlocks at one point but the underground gritty rawness of what hip-hop was and then emerged into the fleshy puffy diddy scene of it all and those songs we can say what we want to about diddy and we do and believe me there's a lot to say about diddy but what you can't deny is that those songs were fucking classic. Nigga, they put all about the Benjamins on. Mind you, little don't fact, I didn't know Jadakiss wrote verse. I know everybody writes Diddy Verse, but I didn't know it was Jadakiss that wrote Diddy's verse for all about the Benjamins. You feel what I'm saying to you? So again, an iconic moment like yo when that happened and you 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 get in that moment. The, nothing else that you got could compare to it. They played 24 Hours to Live. They did Rough Rider shit, yo. When they got to the point where they were talking about, oh, you think we ain't got no songs for the, I love, I love how she cleaned that up. Yo, was like, oh, you think we ain't got no songs for the bitches, and then he was like, oh, you know, you think we ain't got no songs for the females, da 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 da, yo or about the females, when I tell you they still had a whole catalog that hit, you're talking three, four, five songs, yo, you even hit Honey, the Honey remix with Mariah, like, I I can't stop gushing over the fucking locks, like, every moment about that. When I tell y'all... I was originally in my car, and I let it play through my car while I was driving. You know, it was on um, Trilla. And and download Trilla, because if this is the way it's going to be, and you are a hip-hop fan, or you love this genre of music the way that I love it, definitely download that. Because that shit, one, is free. Two, you get a chance to see those particular, you know, battles and shit. And when I tell you, I was in that bitch getting it light yes and i love one thing i love about um trilla in general is the fact that i can cast it from my phone to my tv so you know i'm I, I, it becomes a whole experience there's a whole bunch of different shots and you get to see everything furthermore the funniest thing had to be for me was the motherfucking stage about to the collapse they was like get the fuck off the stage get the fuck off yo when you have a dj i don't even know if it was a dj or if it was like chic or somebody no it might have been jones it might have been jones but somebody was like yo if you think i'm not talking to you i'm fucking talking to you i said oh they mean that shit and everybody was like, oh, you know, but they had the whole entourage. Nah, bro, it wasn't even about the entourage. Yes, the entourage was there, and yes, that was a thing. However, I kept realizing, like, yo, they, they getting closer and closer to the stage. Like, what is that? Yo, it was so many people on that motherfucking stage. It was ridiculous. Like, bro, when I tell you I literally looked and saw two bum bitches and a bum-ass nigga walk down the motherfucking steps, I said, oh, yeah, this is this a thing. Madison Square Garden was packed. You know what I'm saying to you? I know we got a Delta variant going out here, but Madison Square Garden was packed. Um along with moving on to another topic that is not in my list, but I do need to address it. Jonathan, the baby. Ooh, sir. <coughs> Young man, what is going on? What is going on? And for all of y'all that don't understand or don't know, apparently the baby at Rolling Loud, which again, we have a Delta variant out here and we're all at Rolling Loud. I, okay, vaccinated. And most of you are not, there's still millions that are not vaccinated. So can only imagine. Anyway, moving forward, sir, you need to stop double doubling down on your ignorance. If you do not know something, the best thing to do is shut the fuck up and ask a question. But do not sit back and put as your quote unquote call to action. If you ain't got AIDS or disease that you, or STD that you can't get rid of and about to die in three weeks, put your lighters in the air. Bitch, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And then, not to mention the fact, I believe that you were very. Yo, y'all, these motherfucking gangster ass quote unquote real niggas bother my soul. Y'all so worried about niggas sucking dick in the parking lot that you you and your motherfucking <laughs> motherfucking DJ double down on that shit. And then in your fucking apology, you have the audacity to turn around and be like, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Nah, my gay fans, they, they real classy. They need to go to an expensive hotel to suck dick. What? 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 What is what is going on why is that even part of your lexicon or even part lexicon is my new word y'all y'all will hear that but why is that part of your lexicon why is that even in your vocabulary right now like you such a real nigga air quotes you such a real nigga but you worried about a nigga sucking dick in the parking lot that's they motherfucking business and it's not a call to action sir stop doubling down on your ignorance mind your mind yourself because here's the thing you are in a public eye will he be canceled for this probably not probably not you know what i'm saying to you because i do not I, I, unpopular or very popular opinion apparently i don't believe that cancel cult, culture can't cancel culture exists the reason why i feel like it doesn't exist is because we we talk that good shit about we not gonna do xyz and we still do it like i'm still like okay if anyone asks the question am i am i still not listening to R. Kelly, yes, unless I'm forced to at my at my stepmother house. Like that's the only reason that that happens. But I am not on my own recon going out to um, step in the name of goddamn love. Um, speaking of which, another side note about another topic that is not on this list. I'm, I'm gonna get back to the list. R. Kelly, sir, sir, what is going on? Okay, I'm lost at this particular point. I mean, between the new allegations about the boy and, and you niggas is funny. It was it was okay when it was girls, but now that it's boys, now you got a fucking second thought about the shit. I don't know what's going on with that. Apparently, you done molested boys too. I I, I, I my heart goes out to R. Kelly because I feel like it's it's a lot. There should be there are, there is there are more players in this chess game than just R. Kelly. I I will say that and believe that wholeheartedly. Um, uh, apparently like he, he, R. Kelly is trying to get out. They trying to make defenses for it. You know, they, they dropped the deposition a couple of, a uh, couple of days ago. So, you know, definitely look into some of that. It gets very graphic. I'm not going to go on, into it. Um, but it gets into a lot of different details. Um, if you haven't shout out to the, my girl, the plaintiff Jane, who is on YouTube, check her stuff out. She's really, really good. um, but yeah she definitely hits into that so if you if you don't believe what i'm saying about it definitely go and check that out for yourself trigger warnings um because people have gone through a lot of stuff so i i can only i can only imagine but moving on pusha t may be dissing drake on pop smoke's album let me put a pin in that real quick before we get into this article Y'all niggas got to stop. Just stop. Stop. Stop trying to capitalize off the dead. And that even includes the Notorious B.I.G. Stop trying to capitalize off the dead between. Why does Pop Smoke now have a featured full second posthumous album? Nigga, did you make that much music? How much music did you make in like I feel like it was a week. That's how I feel. Like, yo, how much music did you make? First off. Secondly, Pat Houston for the Whitney Houston estate. I, y'all can keep that bullshit of trying to do a motherfucking Whitney hologram show. What type of bullshit is it? I don't understand. That is fucking crazy. To do a Whitney Houston hologram show in Vegas. The only reason I want to go to Vegas now is because I do want to go see Usher. Usher puts on the show and I would love to go see him while he has a residency in Las Vegas. I do not think that this is any of those things are a good idea pop smoke having a another album where you just you, it's just feature packed i don't i don't understand but anyway pusha t may be reigniting his feud with drake pop smoke's second posthumous album faith arrived friday which was a couple way couple of fridays ago uh featuring a pair of pusha t's collaborations including top Shotta and tell the vision um i like that that's a play on words tell the vision like television i i get it (laughs) the latter of which also features Kanye west includes a line that some believe is a drake disc quote tyler got the album of the year for now but pop about to drop i see the platinum in the clouds now push about to drop, so real trappers stick around. End quote. He raps before adding, quote: "The crown is only for the king, and they trying to place it on a clown." Mm. Oh my! <laughs> it's unclear if Bush was talking, uh, was taking shots at Drake, but many on social media seem to believe that Champagne Poppy was the target. Um. Okay, so even if that is the case, sometimes I don't I don't condone this, but I but I believe that a lot of artists clout clout chase. I don't think that he's clout chasing for the clout to be like, oh, you know, Drake is Drake is just the best. Drake un- undeniably is great. Drake has given us a whole decade, a whole era of just wonderful music as well. I think that. If these things are directed at Drake, it's just a great way to get people talking again. You know what I'm saying to you? And let's be clear. Push T ain't no slouch on these bars. Like, Pusha ain't no slouch. I just, you know, hey, if the feud is back, I mean, if the, if the feud is back, to be honest with you, that means that we're going to get some good music. We're gonna get some good, good stuff. Cannot wait for Certified Lover Boy. Also, can't wait for I don't know what the hell happening with this Kanye album, but that's that's neither, there, neither here nor there. Um, moving on, Normani returns with new single Wild Side. I absolutely love this song. Please make sure you go check it out, stream it. It is definitely a bop the um I I think that it was officially stated that it was not a copy of the actual song and furthermore you know it ain't a a copy of the song when you got Timbaland who made the goddamn beat bopping off of of it and loving it too and realizing so I think it is an interpolation of the said song for Aaliyah's one in a million it's normani's time to shine just in time for the summer the former fifth harmony singer takes to the wild side on her new single featuring cardi b the sexually empowered anthem co-produced by stara stara something like that and jonah christian um pays homage to 90s r&b with a sample of Aliyah's one in a million also side note this is why we talked about it we've said it i've said it many times and i will continue to say it on the show legacy is very important because there should be no way that barry hankerson still has all of this control over this girl music and we are not getting it here's the thing do you know he can make so much more money i know it's not about the money for them but do you know you can make so much more money because nostalgia is so great at this particular point and you're holding some people's music hostage for what like, I don't understand. Anyway, um, Normani turns up the heat on the seductive bop, where she quotes, Take me for a ride, boy. Show me your wild side, boy. Now it's been a wild, boy. I want to get wild. She sings while Cardi comes through with a nasty verse. Um, I can do it all. I can probably suck a watermelon through a straw. I mm. <laughs> Again, not not... Car, Carbisha got a lot going on I don't, I don't know in the video directed by Tanu Minu I'm so sorry for butchering that name um, who also did up Normani shows out with her sexy moves and stunning looks before getting up close and naked with a pregnant Cardi B in one very steamy scene Um, uh, quote I feel like this is Normani's big comeback, and I want you guys to treat it like it's her birthday, said Cardi. Quote, Uh Quote, This song is amazing, and I'm just so proud of her. You guys are going to see Normani in a different light um yes very much so i love this song i love the video the visuals normandy looks amazing um the dances are crazy um but i do want to touch on another issue that with this video and coincides with something else side note again i didn't want to talk about it but i am going to talk about it because i don't i i don't care and it it doesn't make me it, it what he eats doesn't make me shit um, but the whole situation with, um, little Nas X. This is what we talking about. Y'all niggas be so up in arms, so up in arms about two men kissing or all the men were naked and, and it's funny because, niggas always try to use the children but no one said anything that it was a butt-naked ass Cardi B and a butt-naked ass Normani in a very explicit sexual embrace and the only thing that was covering them was hair okay so that that flies but the reason that that flies is because hip hop has become so it has become is so misogynistic and the 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 music game is so misogynistic that the lesbian appeal is only strictly for the male gaze real lesbians it's not it's not like that it ain't it it ain't a taste of that it's just it's just not you feel what I'm saying and so we always see all of these images of all of the sexually provocative shit even in straight television or or whatever and then the second that you see it with you men, everybody all up at arms i'm about to say but you don't and then there's an agenda what is the agenda if you're not gay what is the agenda i don't understand i don't understand let that boy make his music. And sadly enough, I'm not going to see him a lot of y'all. Sometimes the music be a bop. Now, I like the music. with I particularly care for the music without the visuals. Some of the visuals do be a little bit too much for my personal taste. You know what I'm saying to you? But as someone who is a commentator on pop culture, I do have to look at it and say, okay, well, ooh, wait a minute. This ain't for me. But I know other people may like it. I also... um it's, it's one of those things, like, yo, if I never saw the video, the fucking song would bop. Jack Harlow kills it. Like, the song was still bop if you just didn't see the video. For me, it was. It was a lie. But is it a lie? I just want to... I needed to pause right there for a second. Is it a lie? Because, you know, niggas go into the jail and the penitentiary and they be gay for the stay. I'm just saying. So... Not quite sure if it's a whole lie. And the boy... First of all, y'all are also looking at a kid who is a troll. Who had a troll Nicki Minaj page. So... You don't think that by whatever means of the imagination that he ain't going to be a troll in his whole career. And he's doing the best marketing trolling situation that he got. Like, yo, he literally is trolling the entire fuck out of everybody. And everybody's up in arms and you're talking about it. And your streams are still bigger than some of the niggas that talk bad about you. So basically it is nothing but killing them with success. That, that just is, it just is what it is. Moving on. Music video countdown shows are back thanks to Off Top with Rhapsody and Big Tigger. This is not a drill. Music video countdowns are back. Fans can stop begging bet to bring back 106 in park or rap city because revolt has answered and they're bringing a few familiar faces along for the job it's only right that the leading black-owned independent content platform is bringing the world off top a modern rap video countdown show with a nostalgic twist Hosted by iconic hip-hop and television radio personality Big Tigger alongside Legendary Rapper and Artist Rhapsody. The pair will also be joined by media personality DJ Nyla, Simone, who will provide the sounds for each episode. Quote, I think this show is going to be important in a couple of different ways, said Big Tigger. In an exclusive interview with Shadow and Act we are bringing back the energy of the basement but it's not quite the basement i wanted the energy to be more focused on um about what the music has evolved into where it's going and how we got here he also adds that there's a performance element of the show that's not necessarily the booth like it was in rap city but that it is a space that is visually stunning for Rhapsody the show is a chance for her to be a fan it was an opportunity for me quote it was an opportunity for me to get into a space to show that as a creative I could also be a fan of the culture and the artists and really just be a fan of creativity she said it's about me connecting with other creatives quote we wanted to create a most Stop, uh, sorry, a most stop destination. Okay. A most stop destination for hip hop, most talented MCs to prove that why they deserve to be considered among the best lyricists in the game, Samuels explains. It was important that we paired an MC who represents the best of the present and future with a cultural icon to show what the best of hip hop looks like. Rhapsody says that the network founded by hip hop royalty Sean Diddy Combs couldn't have been a better home for Off Top. Uh, she quotes, I've always said that nobody can tell stories like us. And continue, um, uh, the Afeni MC continues, uh, we created our own spaces, and that's what I love about Re- Revolt. I'm about to call the shit Result. Um, <laughs> It's for us, and it's literally on the best. and for me. Everything that comes from it feels authentic. Each episode of Off Top will feature top videos from today's hottest rap artists and emerging talent. Artists like Young Dolph, Lotto, G Herbo, um, Key Glock, and more will also get a chance to showcase their skills through freestyles, and fans get to know them on a more personal level through exclusive interviews i love this idea already i am in this is like exactly what i want to do so if i had a vision board and i was going to put something on my vision board this would be my vision board i would love this show to continue for another couple of years and hopefully y'all will push me on this show because nobody loves hip-hop quite the way that i love hip-hop i'm just saying this show is going to accomplish a lot on a bunch of different levels says big tigger I'm impressed, I'm happy and I know that the fans are going to love it. This will give you an opportunity for these artists to truly uh introduce themselves to you and that is what that, that is what it should be. And that is my one of my goals. You know what I'm saying to you? That's why I, I love doing it for local artists and artists that you may not know of especially if you've looked on some of the interviews and just you know working with some of those people i'm i'm very very happy blessed and honored to be a part of uh, even if it's a small piece of the chapter of their stories Off top premieres on revolt linear channel with uh this friday july 23rd so it already happened um at 9 p.m with a new episode airing each and every friday so make sure y'all check that out uh let's see what else last thing that we have on the news that you can cannot use um oops moving everything around that's what happens jordan peele reveals title poster for new horror film starring kiki palmer and daniel kalua new details about jordan jordan peele's next film have been released this uh the film is entitled nope and it will be really- i think you have to say it like that because that's ju- that is what it feels like when you see that title and the um and the poster and it will be released july twenty second twenty twenty two it was previously reported the film will star Kiki Palmer Daniel Kalua and stephen yen uh people drop the post uh peel dropped the poster. For the film on that Thursday, which again, back in the way, way back, <laughs> details on the film's plot and secrets are still being kept. Palmer briefly spoke about joining the film earlier this year, stating, quote, I just, it's just that kind of thing that is serendipitous. Good word, Kiki. Serendipitous is a good word. Um, things are, al- are line. It's like the things you wish for actually come true and come into fruition. As Deadline highlighted when they broke the initial news of her casting, it, quote, Peel had been spending the fall meeting with talent for the film before coming across Palmer for the lead role. The two already had ties together going back to Peel's days on the Key and Peel show. And after meeting Palmer, his latest project was quick to offer her the lead of his next project. Of course, Kalua was the star of Peel's acclaimed film, Get Out. This will be Peel's third feature following Get Out and Us. It will be under the five-year deal his production company Monkey Paw has with Universal. Super excited about this. So if you have not seen the poster, it first of all, I don't know what it means. I am in, I, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jordan Peel. Thank you for really marketing, really getting a level of promotion up, really getting us into this level of interest. And I think as we get into the latter part of, because 2021, really, honestly, we are eight months into 2021. That is crazy. Um, and then, so, like, really getting into the latter part of the year of this year and then the earlier part of... Uh, 2022, I think that we'll definitely get a hunger for this. And I really... Honestly, this may be one of the films that may eventually get me back into theaters. I I told you Clifford is one, too. But I want to i do want to experience this i think this is going to be you know way different i think right now especially with it being the third one we know what to expect from jordan peele plus not to mention the fact we still got candy man to deal with all of those things we know what to expect from jordan peele and i think that is going to be utterly phenomenal so i can't wait i really honestly seriously just cannot wait for this all right y'all so you have seen the title Okay. And sometimes every now and again, I like to go into my R&B bag. <sighs> the title is One Wish. And no, I do not mean Ray J. I do not mean Ray J. Cause Ray J will pull that One Wish song out of his ass quick, fast, and in a hurry. Not to, not to say that I don't like that song. I'm not, I will not diss Ray J. Cause let me tell y'all something. Ray J make that money. Ray J gets to the bidag. You able to tell you. I, 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 I can't hate on Ray J um i just i wish i wish ray j had more than one song and i wish it wasn't one wish however one wish the album that i am talking about is by the legendary island girl herself and not rihanna but miss deborah cox and for those of you that did not know deborah cox is actually in the in that Whitney Houston biopic that was on um I think it was on Lifetime. She actually is the one singing the songs because keep in mind, you know, Lifetime don't ever get any music cleared because they just wanna put out these trashy ass stories about people. But it is definitely um Deborah Cox singing it, and that means that Deborah can hold a weight to Whitney. Now I ain't gonna say she Whitney, I'm not gonna say that because I feel like people gonna come for me. She's not Whitney, that is very clear, but This One Wish album had some songs on it, and especially has everybody's all-time favorite, which actually turned into a LGBTQ plus anthem, which is Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, and her latter career actually mixed into... So, if you want, I think she was actually on Unsung too, but it also mixed into being a big part of the community, so the music that she made was more club dance music um as well later on within her career um so this is really good, but right now we are talking about the album One Wish by Deborah Cox. One Wish is the second album by Canadian all oh, right, she is Canadian as well, but she's also from the islands. Let's be clear um. By uh, is the second album by the Canadian singer songwriter Deborah Cox. It was released by Arista Records on September 15, 1998. Ooh, ooh! I was in high school in the United States. As with her self-titled debut album, One Wish was once again executively produced by Clive Davis. Of course, now you got Clive's hands in it. You know it's gonna be. You know it's gonna be a banger. Um. As much as I, I you know, I, I don't know how I feel about Clive Davis, but I do know that um, Clive has painted the soundtrack of our lives. But features more up-tempo contemporary R&B and a slew of new producers and pers- and personnel, including Montel Jordan, um, Anthony Sheep Crawford, Rodney Darkchild Jerkins, DJ Quick, Stevie J. And when I say Stevie J, I mean... Loving Hip Hop, Stevie J and David Foster. It also contains dance and club music. Um, Dion Warren and Daryl Simmons and La lascelles Stevens, sorry, I probably butchered the first name. Um, also returned with contributions to the album. The album was far more successful than it was Than it was, than than its predecessors, earning a platinum certification from the RIAA, while going gold in Canada. Cox was nominated for three Juno awards for the album, winning two, including Best R&B Soul Recording for "Things Just Ain't the Same." Things just ain't the same. She could never be. No, I'm sorry. She said he. He can never be you. You should know the pain I feel. Understand what I'm going through. That's my shirt. Oh, sorry, that's my song. Um, I remember. I, I remember. That's why I when I sing it, I sang she instead of he, which is hilarious. Um, uh, in and that was in 1998, and best r&b soul record for one wish in 1999 nobody's supposed to be here i'm not even gonna go there because y'all already know that um also won a soul train music award for best female r&b single and a soul train lady of soul award for best r&b soul song of the year the success of the album was in part due to the crossover success of the lead single, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, which became Deborah Cox's most successful entry on the Billboard Hot 100s, peaking at number two and remaining there for eight consecutive weeks, making it one of the longest staying at number two in chart chart history. The song also reached number one on the R&B, went on the hot R&B hip-hop songs, spending a record-breaking 14 weeks at number one we can't be friends was second was the second most successful single from the album reaching the top 10 while it's over now and i never knew both reached the top on the billboard um hot dance club songs i just love this critical reception let's talk about it just a little bit all Music Editor Jose F. Promis um, described the album's musical spectrum as varied, ranging from typical uh, cheating man songs popular at the time to safe middle-of-the-road adult contemporary fair and club anthems. Cox's voice, voice, a powerhouse unto itself sounds just as effective and very sweet when she's not belting out a tune Whitney Houston style see look at the comparison a good album which includes a couple of um quintessential love that word a good word if, if you ever just hear me say that I love a word it's because it's one it's a word that I use on a regular basis two it is also a part of my lexicon. See, another word. And it's a good SAT word. I love a good SAT word. And as a as a MC or a person that writes raps, I love a good word, period, point blank. I don't care what it is. Um. So uh, it was the quintessential 90s dance hit and a prime example of Arista's incomparable marketing savvy. This album, when... All right, so when... Nobody's supposed to be here dropped, and the video dropped. I remember my stepmother had this, and me and my cousin Nini, shout out to Nini, we sang the shit out of this song every day that summer, all the time. So, and I'm going, and and yes, do I listen to the songs when... sometimes i listen to the albums before and other times i listen to them after like i finished this or whatever but i'm definitely going to be going back to this album again and i love the fact that's one of the things i do love about the show it makes it forces me to have to kind of get into my bag of um what it is let's go over the track listing if you don't mind so number one track Number one was September. Um, it was actually written by Stevie J as well, which is awesome. Um, then you also have "It's Over Now," which is also a, a another bop. And if I'm not mistaken, "It's Over Now" may have also turned into the other club version as well. Um, "Nobody's Supposed to Be Here," which of course became another lgbtq club anthem um we can't be friends with rl from next let me tell y'all something if y'all kids don't know about next do your research next was definitely a really big group and we love next um couldn't we one wish um i won't give up just then i think just when i think i'm over you oh just when i think i'm over you oh yeah i remember that and that also i think turned into a a club anthem um love is on the way i never knew and one day you will which is great and then the additional bonus tracks was the nobody's supposed to be here dance mix things just ain't the same dance mix and the september dance mix which was by uh kg as well so all in all an amazing album please make sure that you go back and listen to it and look hit me up on my socials and tell me what you think about this album cuz it, it it's you know what i'm about to start doing this is I, this is about to be out of the blue if i had to rate this album i'm going to start putting a rating system but if i had to rate it it is it's it's under memorable like it's just a smidge under i I might like give it a three system rating but it's just under iconic but it's definitely memorable and it's like when you hear some of those main singles that we talked about earlier you know them immediately and they're definitely just a bop just a bop so i hope you guys have fun i'm definitely going to be more consistent and back on time Um, but again, the other things that will be coming down the pike, and hopefully some new sponsors will be coming down the pike, you know, I really have to get back into my bag, of just, just reaching out, and just, you know, playing devil's advocate, and, and Russian roulette, with, you know, guests, and all of that good stuff, and so, there will be some more things that are in the bag, so I'm really excited about that, I'm definitely pushing it and I have something that I'm really sitting on and I'm excited because I think it's, it's gonna make, it's gonna make the fans go crazy and I'm, I'm excited for you guys to do that and I hope that you'll do the transition with me. Um, but don't forget about the kick that lyric. Don't forget about where you can find the boy. Yes, sir, You did. You can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, which is now YouTube Music, Spotify, and the YouTube channel Kicking It With Young Smooth Podcast. You know what it is. I don't have any other news right now. Um, oh, but the other thing that I did forget, because I was thinking about that, um, earlier, um, the weight loss situation. And you know what? I also have not ended shows like this recently i'm gonna do this again now um one um i told you guys that you know like i said i cut down my sugars my carbohydrates um you know drank a lot more water stop eating red meat and pork. but one of the other things that i did not tell you that i was doing that i did not know i was doing and i i'm still doing it is fasting, intermittent fasting. So, like, today, I ate at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and right now it's about, like, 8-something. I'm still, like, super full. Um, I had a really big salad, and... Um, Shout out to Wawa's Wawa's been holding me down Y'all can say what you want to about it But Wawa's be holding me down And the reason why is because Like yo I get to create my own salad And everything about it is fresh You would be surprised Yes I understand it's a gas station But Wawa's holds me down And most of the time they usually clean And they really good um, And I say most of the time Because all the locations are not No you know what I don't really have too many issues with the location But I do go to one specific one though Because I love it um, other than that, don't forget, you know, I never hit y'all with this, but I'm hitting y'all with this again. Fear, false evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind. And as you can see, I've continued to make this happen, and I'm very proud of myself. Very, very happy. Um, I love all of y'all. Thank y'all so much for. Join me on this journey like yo this journey has been great y'all know we've been in this for four years you know next march will be five years that we've been doing this shit like that's crazy so absolutely can't wait to pop up with some some more of the new shit and really get it popping um i love y'all now y'all just kicked it with young smooth that's me now don't you feel good about it i know you do all right y'all i'll see y'all next week Peace.